everybody, and welcome to the Nerd Variety Podcast. Today's episode, we are talking about sound design, my favorite topic personally, because uh, I've just, I've studied it a lot and I've always been very curious. Uh, I was always curious before I started studying it about just the source of sounds in uh, movies, games, TV shows, anything, and actually just in the world. Uh, it's always been very interesting to me uh, how things create sound, how they travel, and just all the all the science about it, actually. So today we're getting to that topic, and I assume that I actually have studied the most about this topic than anyone else. Uh, second, maybe Hannah. I mean, I've probably I probably know more about like actual sound, like from a physics standpoint. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I took several courses uh, throughout college about sound specifically in terms of physics and everything. So I don't know. It's possible though. Um, but yeah, and Josh is here as well. Hey, so, what's up? Speaking of which, uh, that's intro introductions. Hey, Hannah. Hi. Yes, Hannah is here. She is lovely and a physics lady and uh, the only one of us who is married. <laughs> a lot of and information. I'm celebrating the... my five-year anniversary in two days. Awesome. Wow. Wow. It's been yeah. five years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Which been... is a long time for a 25-year-old. It's been five years. I'm just thinking since... of all the, like, because I was at your wedding and I remember yeah. it. And it's oh, funny to think it's you been were five at her years. Wedding? That's fun. Yes. Don't That's even fun. start hating. Not at the wedding. No. Even though, how long have oh, I known God. before? I don't know, like four years? No, like <laughs> six years. <laughs> Maybe seven years. I don't remember well, when things were. You know. Uh, probably about six years. Six or seven, actually. It probably should seven. be a compliment that I guess I like you more now. Hey, Hayden, you, you came around yeah. the BCM in, in what, 2014? Yeah. Yeah, so. So it's been know, six years. I mean. I don't know how close actually you were. seven years sorry i don't think y'all were very close seven. back then <laughs> we were well i thought we were closer than apparently we were i don't know i don't remember uh, we're still not very close so it's all i right. thought everyone hated me for yeah, like it's most fine. of my life so well see i are i've known everybody <laughs> hates me for all of my life so but um, know that if i was getting married again i'd invite you I Maybe. I I if say, I was getting married to somebody who wasn't I, I wish Patrick, I, could I, I, I could say the same. I wish I could say the same to you. If you guys do a renewal some, somewhere down the line, then yeah. We might, actually, if next get, year. So. If I get married, I'm very specifically not inviting you, Patrick, or Emily and Ryan, because they also didn't invite me to their wedding. Okay, I'm just about that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but we also don't really talk anymore much. Right. Um and I'm also joined, <laughs> that was a long intro. Sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah, also yeah. joined by Josh. Hey, guys. Hey, girls. Hey, yeah. peoples. The only cis male in the, in the group. I, yep, that's, that's about me. the only thing that I have for you, honestly. I, I, I mean, he's the only one of us who's come black. On, come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, that's Hannah. The thing. I, mean, I don't like... see the world through that lens, Hannah. Like, I mean, after the six years, seven for Hannah that we've known, well, actually eight that we've known each other, like, yeah, I feel like you guys would have more to say about me. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'm just saying like, uh, like, you know, Hannah's the only, the only married one. You're the only, the male. Uh, I'm the, uh, I'm just 
I'm just the best. Josh is the one without uh, long, slightly purple hair. My hair slightly can't that's tell true. on camera, that's, but my, that's my very hair true. is slightly purple right now. Slightly purple. I know it does on camera. Purple, it's really good fur you're eating, but it is purple. Okay, sure, sure. It's purple. Sure. I I'm, I'll trust you. If on you that. look at it really, I don't actually. If you look at mine really hard, <laughs> and use your imagination. <laughs> this is not what we're supposed to be talking about today. If this you, is what happens when you doesn't plan anything. If you're watching the video and uh, you just you get like a purple marker, you can color in purple on his hair. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. So that's how it works. And I'm Hayden. Yeah. I am. Uh, well, I'm the only trans person here. Uh, I'm the only of a lot of things, actually, I feel like. So I'm the only one who doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, you are the only one who doesn't wear glasses. And Anyways, Hannah, that's yes. not the point. Today. Okay, you're the only one currently wearing a red shirt. The only yeah, one okay. not you know drinking what? something right. from, from a mug. <laughs> this is true. I got it on actual glass. Oh, okay. Hmm. Anyways, you guys are distracting us and taking up <laughs> valuable time in our podcast, Sorry. which I planned so well, right. so tightly. Which so is why thorough. we're keeping to that that schedule that you planned to the yeah. Anyways, it's All because sound things. So sound design, who is interested in it? I am. Am I the am I the nerdiest person here in terms of sound? Maybe. I don't know. That's... Maybe. I'm I'm interested. I was was recently listening to a podcast about like soundtracks and how they work in movies. Yeah. In games. It's quite interesting. Uh, I, so yes. I don't have an education when it comes to sound design, but I have um uh, uh an intense appreciation uh and a lot of curiosity and I just really kind of want to like go bang on furniture and be like, what does it sound like? Yeah, actually, there was a, you know, speaking of which, uh, when I was in my music theory class in, uh, I think I was a junior in high school. Um, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing where I, I got on this for a while. So this was, this was more music related technically, but um, we would, or I especially would go around and I would knock on different surfaces and try mm. to figure out what, what note it was what frequency or what it just makes you think of um the song trash in the camp from tarzan where they're like banging on everything and using the typewriter exactly i love that song yeah because i mean you know everything does have uh its own frequency its own pitch um and and it's always interesting especially if you if you develop an ear for that uh you can start listening and it's like it's usually it's it's going to be a really low sound a lot of times or maybe even high but it, it's going to be it's going to be muffled because you're not you're not usually used to thinking about uh you're not necessarily used to thinking about things like that in yeah in a musical sense well i think that my family i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna say that like we're we're more accustomed to thinking that way but like um, being a family who is interested in music and being homeschooled, we spend a lot of time with our parents and we spend a lot of time like taking bottles and like blowing across them to make sound and like drinking a little bit more of whatever's in it to make a, a lower sound and like yeah. fiddling with that sort of like really physical, like 
understanding the like, oh, the height of water affects the pitch of the sound and stuff like that. We've been doing stuff like that since we were kids. Yeah, I um, mean, we all have, And things right? with like the glasses and the- And that's like uh, also, and you know, that then uh, carries over to like just strings or stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. do you ever do the shoebox guitar thing or, or, uh, no. or whatever? We did the like um, grass whistling. Yeah. Oh, it's a fun one. But anyways, you know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, I've always been so interested that everything has, everything has its own sound and it's very unique. And that's, that's where it comes uh, to be a lot of fun uh, listening and just also really creating sound, at least to me, mm-hmm. uh, like doing Foley. Uh, if, if you're not familiar, Foley is... Uh, it's the art of creating sound, basically, of uh, recording sound, usually in a studio, but it doesn't have to be in a controlled like fo- uh, Foley studio, um, but that's usually how it's done. Um, so, yeah, it's it's finding things in the world and just like making sounds. And then once you take that sound, you apply it usually to a scene in a movie or something and then it you try to line it up later in the post-production process to actually usually the whole thing's post-production uh you try to match it up to the the video and to Mm -hmm. the action that's occurring on on screen Uh, and i i did a lot of that in high school and college but the i so my favorite story about this i don't know why i always say i always tell this story when i talk about sound design and my experience with it um, when I was a, a senior in high school, I, I was doing a, I believe it was a music production class, and we, we ended up doing a project where we had to take a scene from a film and remove all the sound from it and replace it with, well, just make our own sound, make our own soundtrack for it. Um, for me, that included making music as well as recording dialogue and just making every sound. And we had the scene, uh, the flight test scene from Iron Man 1, uh, if you remember that. And there was, there was one very specific sound that I remember to this day. It was... It was a sound like because you could see on screen there was a point where like he had the boots on because he didn't have the full armor yet. Uh, This was leading up to that. And he had the boots on. He was flying with them. And you could see like a little bit of air kind of just spurt from it. Uh, It was like a really quick thing. And you could I was kind of always just thinking when I was watching, I'm like, it's probably like a somewhat high-pitched sound but kind of like a sort of thing uh i was trying to figure out what that could be and it it may not have taken that long actually but i immediately was thinking that sounds kind of like opening a soda bottle you know like a a coke or something right there so uh, me and my partner for this project we kind of had to we kind of broke the rules a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of a gorilla sound design, let's call it that. Um, obviously, it wasn't anything all that dramatic, but uh, you know, we're not supposed to have food or drink really around the equipment because 
you know, like electrical stuff. You probably shouldn't have liquids around it. Um, we sit here as we drink, we all drink something around our microphones. Um, but no, we, <laughs> I see you, Josh. Uh, yeah, so me, me and my partner, we went and we got a soda and we had to make sure it was a bottle because we didn't want to try to open a, a can right in front of the microphone. Um, and we got someone that was going to be really good at doing it quickly, being able to get it close and not bump into the mic. So uh, we shook it up some just before. We got it right next to the microphone, opened it, opened it enough to hear the sound and then close it immediately. And uh, we recorded it, and I thought that was like the best sound in that whole scene. Just, and I loved it just because I felt like it was very uh, out of the box thinking. And the the whole thing was the whole thing I, I really enjoyed. Um, I unfortunately, like so many of my projects, then uh, I don't have today because they were on a. It was a whole thing. They were on a hard drive that. I ended up reformatting and then I think it got broken and it was just a mess. I basically, I just don't have it. But the, the behind the scenes stuff is, is, you know, pretty fascinating. Just how they, you know, simulate, simulate rain, how they simulate punching, uh, which I noticed that a lot of the shows, like a lot of the action shows that I watch or movies that I watch that, you, you, that sound is pretty distinctive when you hear it and you figure that you know each fight every time someone fights someone it's gonna be, there's gonna be something it's gonna be different different sounds to it like you're hitting someone so this person may be wearing no, no shirt a shirt uh a padded vest or clothing you know so it doesn't all sound shouldn't all sound the same but they do use an effect for it and then just you know how they make how a lot of sounds are like body sounds like you know they just kind of use use their all use their their natural body to you know like that just to make a sound for a make a sound effect yeah well and i think it's important to note that um you have to be really careful because if a sound sounds off like you pick up on it really really quickly um i've been watching uh, some playthroughs of the newest resident evil 8 game um, which is spooky and dark and serious and gory and like all of these things like at some point he gets his hand cut off right the main character and you're like ha ah! but there's these vases does he get his hand cut off again yep what is with this guy <laughs> that yep. poor man same protagonist too he's same worse guy. than i know he is that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. worse than luke skywalker yep. good thing he's worse, got worse he's than got I magic healing goop and just put his hand back on anyway not the point point is there's some um like vases vases kind of lying about um and the youtuber i was watching play kind of used the knife to cut one open and it was a very like cartoony almost sounding vase breaking sound like that classic cartoon yeah. like glass shattering kind of sound and he's like that, why like it sounds so ridiculous like in the context of this this grayish you know giant castles with vampires and and blood and gargoyles and it's like oh and then cartoony base breaking sound like you pick up on it instantly you're like yeah that's that's weird <laughs> right so yeah. imagine like if you watch a movie where someone you know slaps someone in the face and it sounds wrong you're gonna be like what the what the heck <laughs> right even though i'm sure 
I don't know about you guys. I don't know if I actually have ever heard anyone get slapped in the face in real life. Uh, I've heard it when I've done <laughs> it to other people. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and I'm when not... it's been done to me. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, okay. But, well, so, you know, <laughs> you know, there's, uh, there's a thing called characteristic sounds. And what that is, is basically that's, and usually that's contrasted with realistic sound. And so characteristic is usually a sound that isn't, it's not really legitimate necessarily. It's what people expect because it's, it has, it becomes associated with Mm -hmm. certain things. Yeah. Uh, So like the, as you call it, the cartoony glass shattering sound, that's, that's usually a characteristic sound. Right. Yeah. But it feel so, it felt it feels like at least as far as I've been been seen it feels like almost the only one in the game. It feels almost like they they created all of their own sound effects for all of these unique monsters and and villains and things, and then like they just use a like a open source vase breaking sound. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, we'll just take that one. And I mean, you say that, but there are also there are plenty of things that. I'm sure are more subtle and you probably won't pick up on that are characteristic. Again, I, I only played sure. through the demo of mm-hmm. uh, Resi 8, but I, uh, yeah, I am interested in it. Unfortunately, I don't have money right now, but that's yeah. not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're not talking about no. my financial situation or Resident Evil 8. But, but it's just yeah. one of those things where like, it sounds somewhat off and your ear tunes into it immediately. Yeah, there, there are definitely things like that. And I think, in my opinion, um, again, not having heard it in the game yet, uh, I can imagine there are definite things that could be tweaked to the sound to make it sound a little better. Uh, you can always do stuff like, well, it depends, honestly. But you could probably, if it's really like dry, and very in your face, it's possible that it could work to maybe turn it down, maybe add an echo depend or reverb depending on the size of the room that it's in. Uh, and then also just, it's really important a lot of times to consider when doing sound design to consider what the environment is and like how close you like the subject is to it or yeah, like a, a character or something, because it's gonna, especially in a, if you're in first person, it's gonna hit their ears a lot quicker than it would hit anything else. Uh, so you may end up hearing a uh, an echo as well because it'll hit your ears before it hits other walls, depending on a lot of other factors, um, and then how isolate or um, insulated the area is around it. And everything so if you have uh like if you have very echoey walls uh and like hardwood floors and stuff it's probably gonna echo quite a bit uh but if you have if you have soft insulated walls and like a carpet and stuff it's it's gonna die out pretty easily uh, and if there's a lot of stuff in the room it's not gonna be much of an echo but yeah i mean Honestly, and you're talking about like the zombies and everything being very unique sounding. That, in my opinion, is where it becomes really fun and really creative because, you know, and looking into how people come up with these ideas, these sounds, 
usually, you know, when you have things like the Resident Evil zombies, they're not like other zombies, right? Like they're, they're different. <laughs> they're quite different. So you have to think this doesn't, this is a thing that doesn't have a sound because it, like, you can't just make something that sounds realistic for it because there's nothing like it in the real world. You have to create your own sound. And from that, that means going out, finding a bunch of things and combining them. Usually you lap them uh, or you stack them and it ends up, you have to find like the right combination that you feel as a sound designer best fits the the description and everything about a specific creature uh so hayden how would you make a zombie uh, how would i make a zombie or do, or do sound design for a zombie sound design for a zombie uh yeah. well what kind of zombie <laughs> let's say a run-of-the-mill you know fresh lumbering zombie um just walking toward looking looking for its next meal well that seems very standard you'd probably well you'd probably just have somebody do a pretty standard groan kind of sound uh in terms of walk walking you'd probably just uh, have somebody kind of uh probably on concrete um wearing some kind of light shoe, nothing particularly athletic, probably something that'll drag. And then you'd, you'd probably drag across there, maybe with, maybe include like a cloth kind of sound dragging as well against it. Um, so you have kind of a shambling sort of noise. Uh, Would you add any viscera sounds? Uh it depends. It, it really depends on what you're seeing from the zombie, uh, specifically at that moment, because yeah, it's, it. it's very possible. Like if they're eating something, then actually what you could do is you could just give somebody, you could either boom somebody, give someone a uh, boom mic someone, or give them a, like a lavalier mic and just like really turn up the volume on them and have them eat something or chew something, uh, maybe kind of soggy. <laughs> and I watched a video of maybe um, a bit crunchy, and that could give you a real nasty sounding. I watched mm. a video, uh, or I didn't watch it. It was I don't know. It was like in a compilation or something, and I was like, "This is the worst." And it was a a mukbang of a girl eating like a freaking slab of like raw salmon. Oh. It was horrific. <laughs> It was horrible yeah. sounding. Mm -mm. I hated it so much. I'd rather listen to it instead of just watch it. Uh, it was no, it was unpleasant on on all accounts. Kind of yeah. like uh, well, worse than well, probably definitely worse than like Gollum eating his raw fish. <laughs> mm, about the same. Mm. About the same. Well, yeah, again, but... like honestly, that is. That is always a disgusting sound. Uh, if you just like there, and that goes for plenty of things, actually, just a mundane daily thing, like 
eating, just the sound of eating, if you really focus in on it and like really make it loud and obvious, it's gonna sound disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell me that. I am a elementary school teacher who works online and many of the parents of the students I work with think that class time is snack time. And it's, uh, it's not great. I did have one girl one time eating a cucumber, just like a whole cucumber, just munching down on it. And that was actually pretty pleasant. <laughs> Um, but 90% of the time it's, you know, a you know, nine-year-old boy with a mouthful of goldfish being like, rah, 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 and it's or, awful. Or someone eating a bag of chips. Yeah. Just I'm like, every, every single crunch. Uh, I'm sorry. And you know what? Sorry. Speaking of that, I just watched, uh, I've been, I've been rewatching How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> you know, there's like the episode nice. where they each talk about a major flaw about another character and we get to like Lily's crunching, how she's so, and then like every time you hear her, you see her chew yeah. after that, it's like a. <laughs> you hear every single like yes. uh, con point of contact from the, from the teeth and her tongue. Yeah. But yeah, so nasty sounds are, I feel surprisingly easy. <laughs> you just make regular things louder and more obvious. A lot of, actually a lot of monster sounds, uh, if you look it up, I feel like are, depending exactly what kind of monster, I guess, usually very aggressive kind of monsters are almost always I've found going to be uh, some sort of like lion or tiger sort of sound, uh, maybe a bear thrown in there. Yeah. Uh, you For get a lot of different creatures like that. Uh, and you stack them on top of each other along with maybe some other things that some things you probably wouldn't expect but uh, yeah usually finding the right combination to make something sound unique yeah like Godzilla's roar is probably some combination of like it's like a combination of like whale sounds and a, and a elephant's trumpet uh, I would I'm trying to, there's gotta be there's probably something else in there that I'm just I'm, I can't put my finger on yeah, um, I'd need to I'd need to uh, like really hear it again uh, and really focus on it more. Uh, but I was also thinking, you know, when you said that, I was also immediately thinking of Kong's uh, King Kong's roar, uh, like in the new movies and stuff. But yeah, that kind of stuff is is always interesting. I would say Kong's probably like a combination of several different, you know chimps and apes and it all kind of it kind of <clears throat> distorted distorted to it excuse me to a degree um maybe a tiger roar I, thrown I in there for good measure i i don't know if i would think so but again that's another one i would i would need to i would need to hear again and really focus more on um but it's it's possible just because you know uh, like with with a lot of well, and I, I'm thinking like his roar, uh, other sounds that he makes, probably. Yeah. But yeah. I remember um, looking at the behind the scenes of Halo Four when it uh, was coming out and seeing that they were like recording, you know, themselves shooting like some of the act, some of the the what some of the uh, guns that the game's guns were based off of. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember that too. And actually, it it's possible it wasn't Halo that I was thinking of, but maybe like a Call of Duty thing. But yeah, yeah, they they a lot of times good shooters make sure that they sound pretty unique. Be a fun, be fun stuff to try to try to record or capture. Yeah, I had a thing <laughs> to record uh, to record sounds with a long time ago. Um, it was a Zoom H four, maybe I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, I, unfortunately, I guess I lost it somewhere. I've moved. I've moved a few times since then. So it's very possible it got lost in that. Um, however, there's, yeah, there's there's just a lot of a lot of stuff like that, and it's it's one thing that I've definitely gotten distracted about in many occasions. You know, where I'm I'm watching stuff or playing stuff, and I'm always like, huh. So let's think what. What sound did they use? And did they use this? Okay, you can tell at this point they were walking, they're like they're walking on this thing. And even though it probably isn't like that on set, um, they probably ended up walking on this later because it's supposed to be another kind of thing. Uh, but yeah. I actually have a couple of uh, examples uh, that y'all can guess um, how they made those sounds. Uh, do y'all know that, how they made the lightsaber sounds, or guess, or guess well, how yeah. they made the lightsaber sounds? With um, was it Bill or was Bill Burr? No, not Bill mm -hmm. Burt, but Burton Burt. Burt? What? I don't know. I'm trying to think of his name. Sorry. Uh, I don't remember. Currently, uh, I know that I I have studied that a while because he's one of the more popular ones uh, and one of the ones that you focus on a lot in studying sound design. But yeah, Hannah, any guesses how they make uh, lightsaber sounds? I feel like I should know, but I don't. They use a combination of uh, a film projector's motor hum, uh, TV interference, and then they wave a mic in front of the speaker to make the swooshing sound. Yeah. That makes sense because you do get that, um, what's it called? It starts with a, I wanna say it starts with a D. Uh, Doppler effect. Doppler effect, yes, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, and that that's something that I always, I always think is fun to, yeah. to mess with. What about, uh, you know, we, we don't know what a velociraptor sounded like. So what do y'all think they used to make a dolphin? Uh, I kind of gave it away. <laughs> a velociraptor's uh, screech. Y'all, I probably you said dolphin, away. right? Yes, I did say dolphin. Yeah. What else? Again, this is one that I know that I knew at one point, but yeah. I might. They use I, a. Oh, I was gonna say I. If it's another animal, 
It's yeah. been a long time since I've watched a movie with a velociraptor in it. I would guess maybe some kind of bird. Nope. Like not I feel a bird. like a bird screech worked worked in not with a, a bird. dolphin. No. Hyena. Nope. Is it another animal? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm really trying to think now again to what they sound like. Alligator. Uh, a, a water-based animal. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. A fish. <laughs> Bigger than a fish. A uh, shark. Uh, nope. A uh, whale. Uh, a walrus. A wal? Really, a walrus? Yeah, yeah. What the heck does a walrus sound like? That's a good question because I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they sound anything. Do they use like a similar sound to what the um? What are those big things in in Skyrim? What are they? What, Dragons? What the no, no, no. The oh, no, um, the walrus. The the yeah, parallel to walrus in Hork the game. Porker. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like people who do fully must watch a lot of like nature documentaries. Probably. They're like, yeah. what do these animals sound like? Yeah. Ooh, here, here's one. Oh, we, we talked about Godzilla, but this what do you, uh, this actually says that his screeching roar was made by dragging a leather glove across the strings of a double bass. <laughs> I like that. I really Which I like would not have thought at all. Well, that's one of the things I was going to say earlier is I feel like in order to be a really good Foley artist, you have to really, really think outside the box. Yeah. Like, one of my yeah, favorite random sounds is like, have you ever dropped silverware on the kitchen floor and someone's like, do you break something from the next room? Yeah. yeah like there's yeah. something about silverware, like all clattering together that sounds like shattered glass, right? But like there's so many bizarre combinations of things that you have to be like, oh yeah, this sounds... This sounds like that, and it. I, I mean, I don't have the. I feel like it maybe just takes a lot of practice, but I feel like you probably you might also just need to have an ear for it that you're just like born with. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. But there, there are also just other simple things that I feel a lot of people don't think about that I I always find really fascinating to use. Uh, like if you if you've ever been on a set or anything, you probably would know that one thing that uh, an, the audio engineer needs to do a lot of times is they'll they'll get uh, what's called room sound. So basically, that's where you just and it it's tough honestly to record it because you have to get everybody in the room to just be quiet. <laughs> so you have to just be like everybody shut up <laughs> and for like a minute or maybe it's like 30 seconds it depends honestly because you know that's something that you don't necessarily think about uh, because if you're in a space it's there's always a sound of a room or something even if you're not always actively aware of it um because it's going to be anything Lights, like maybe buzz, the AC, air yeah. Lights, yeah, or the, or the house creaking, yeah, stuff Wind like outside. that. Because because if you if you try to just put in sound on something that you've recorded without getting that first, it's gonna sound really it's it's gonna sound off, and it might be hard to notice what's off if if you're not all that familiar with it because you know you just 
then it's all gonna be like fake sound. You usually want to get that so you have at least a foundation, a realistic foundation that you're starting with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one thing that I've always thought was just kind of interesting, you know. And you do that outside too. Uh, to kind of make it sound like outside. A lot of times you're probably not going to have it very loud. It'll probably be very subdued, but especially if there's, if it's a scene with a lot of stuff going on, but I also kind of occasionally enjoy being there when, um, when you have to get, or you have to be a part of just like a room full of people. (laughs) Um, I remember one of the projects that someone else was doing uh, they had a room, uh, they were doing a scene from War of the Worlds. Uh, it was like when they were outside and there was a big crowd and everything. So they just needed like everybody in the room in both classes, I guess. And I can't remember if they pulled anyone else, but they just needed everybody to like come into this room and just like make a bunch of noise for like a minute or so. And so like, you can also, you can just talk about whatever. You can just say whatever you want because you end up stacking it and the way you do it, it's just going to sound like a crowd if you yeah. have enough of that. Um, but it's, I always find that to be kind of fun, you know, if, or if you're someone who's just like, um, yeah, we just need you to cheer. We just need you to clap and cheer and sound excited about something for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, it's always surprising whenever you look at the behind the scenes and see what they actually did because like you said Hayden you know a what sounds like a large crowd of people or this giant explosion was something done in a in a studio with one to maybe several people yeah yeah um and also like with explosions and stuff I feel like slowing things down just slowing down a rather regular sound can always or can can often help create that sound because it's going to sound very you know you, you get that with a lot of crashes and explosions in in movies and tv shows michael bay <laughs> exactly it's literally the first person i was thinking of because of course it is with explosions but yeah no i mean you get like you slow down a regular sound and it's going to be this really long drawn out thing and it's usually going to have a lot of bass probably uh depending on what the sound is that you're starting with but yeah it's it's also again it's it's not just about what you record but it's a lot of it can also be really goes into uh how you mix it together Uh, and i always find that to be the fun part really interesting part so uh, yeah, that is our discussion for this week on sound design. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I always enjoy talking sound design and I didn't get as prepared as I probably should have, but I feel like that's just me. I'm trying to get better, I apologize. So that was this week. What are we doing next week? Next episode will be philosophy part two. We will continue our discussion from uh, season three about philosophy, what we like, what's interesting, and we'll have a good time. Yeah, life, the universe, and everything. What does it mean? Exactly, 42. So that is next week. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed and hope you'll come back for that. 
Uh, remember, if you're interested, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and anywhere that you're listening to our podcast, because we are available quite everywhere. And Instagram. Uh, yes. Uh, I always forget about Instagram because I never use it. Anyways, uh, thanks again for coming. Until next time, nerd out. Nerd out. Nerd out. Nerd out.